2: You're listening to Sports Econ 101. You know our show. It's where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Now, today's show is going to be very special because we have two guests in the studio.
3: We do indeed. First,
2: we have David Vogelstein, who, as he uh, uh, pointed out to us earlier, he's either a criminal or a criminal attorney, depending upon which perspective you look at. I plead the fifth. He, He pleads the fifth. And who's our other guest? Uh, we've
3: got Eva Brown, who is a. Now, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself before I. Before Absolutely. I screw it up here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're not going to screw it up. So I'm a policy analyst, okay, as well as a child rights advocate. Okay. So I speak for those who are too little, who don't have words to put out into the world. Okay. Sounds and,
2: good. And we're gonna we're gonna all relate this to sports and business there you somehow. Go. We will definitely somehow do that. some way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And uh, let's see a couple things. Want to mention uh, paintball? Come Ooh, on, our. Go I'm on excited. There. Go on to the uh, Sports Econ 101 website and. And click on it. They make great birthday and holiday gifts. And I think uh, you get over 80% off by clicking on there. So definitely do that. Today's uh, sports trivia is going to just be general sports questions. I'll keep you in suspenders on that one. You don't know which sport it's (laughs) going to be until we ask the question. All right. right. Sounds good. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding, get this, over 8% secured by Bay Area Real Estate. That would wow. be San Francisco Bay Area real estate. That's right. Uh, Northern California. Yeah. we got. They, they actually have some ca- Southern California and a couple out of state, but mostly it's uh, the Bay Area.
3: Yeah, this is the place. To, we're spoiled, let's face it. Very much so. We are spoiled.
2: Now, actually, if you invest outside of state, you can get higher interest rates, but <laughs> they like to be more conservative and keep it around 8%. There you go. All right, so it doesn't get any more conservative than that. You got to check them out at com. So don't touch that dial because you're listening to Sports Econ 101. When we come back, we're having two guests, David Vogelstein and Eva Brown. All right. Don't touch that dial again. We're going to be right back.
6: This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button.
7: Pedro Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that... Four letter word everybody dreads pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what?
0: An app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists.
8: Thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com.
2: Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. And we're going to start off with David Vogelstein, criminal attorney. Yeah,
9: so I've done my homework for this. I'm super prepped, super ready to rock here. Let's go. And um, So I wanted to give you some background information. Did you know that prior to 2009... There was no standing for the national anthem in the NFL. All the players were in the locker room,
2: which is what they did with the women's soccer this last
9: uh, couple weeks ago. Why did they bring? Why did they bring them back? Exactly why? It was money. The United States government started paying the NFL millions of dollars to bring out the support for the military to do advertisements for various branches in the military. So when you criticize Colin Kaepernick for giving us what people have done in this country for hundreds of years, which is support revolution in the face of injustice, uh-huh. you have to be circumspect about where the national anthem came from.
2: Wait, I got circumspect at eight days <laughs> of old. <laughs> oh, oh, That's right. oh. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I have
9: no comment with a last name like
3: Vogelstein. Yeah. I've got, I got to throw something in here. You know, this is just a pet peeve of mine for years i always thought the National Anthem, the Star Spangled Banner is an interesting... Are you having problems there, technically? I okay. I'm uh, not minute hearing minute. myself. There, there we you. go. I was going to say, for years, we've had a problem with um, people complaining, complaining about the uh, National Anthem. I don't think you're hearing uh, me. No, it's cutting it no, out, my friend. I think we should just... Take, a, take, take that microphone. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, there we okay. Go. No. There you go. It works now. Um, I was going to say, the National Anthem, and I, I think a lot of people may know this, but the words were written by Francis Scott Key. There are four, I believe there are four verses, and it was actually a poem. And the poem is adapted uh, to an old English drinking tune from the 18th century called To Anacreon in Heaven. And so, so you mean the tune? The tune, the tune itself, okay. which, which was married to the words. Okay. So he was not a musician. He was not a composer. He was a poet. Gee, what a surprise. And he and he was watching a battle uh, during the War of 1812. Yeah, uh, the British were bombarding Fort McHenry in the Baltimore Harbor. So I don't know if many people realize this, and it's interesting, too. You listen to the, the Warriors years ago, the Golden State Warriors, the NBA, used to actually have their um, national anthem soloist a fellow by the name of Forrest Pritchard Jr. And the reason I know this guy he used to outfit me at the Rochester Big and Talk, because I'm a big guy and he would sing the third stanza of this thing oh thus be it ever when free men shall stand and it was completely different from what we're used yeah. to and the people were going what What are these words Where are what is this uh, this isn't a national anthem but it was so cool because it was so different everybody loved it and they got used to it and it became kind of like a little tradition when the Warriors won the championship that year in 70 Four seventy-five. Well, basketball, the NBA requires their players to stand during the National
9: Anthem. They do. The NFL does not. Yeah. There is no requirement that you stand. What about
2: baseball? Don't
9: know about baseball. What about curling? (laughs) What about bowling? Well, I don't think they even play the National Anthem. But one of my friends, a politician, raised the interesting question, why are we playing the national anthem yeah. at sporting events if the government is paying us to do it? Is that paid patriotism uh, well, it, what is
4: that well a, it's a captured audience is what's going on. You've got mm-hmm. millions and millions of people who are watching what's going on every week and i which is a wonderful thing, but my getting back to Kaepernick um my concern is that he's not using this as an appropriate. Uh, jumping off point. He's got celebrity and I think that he could use this in a much better way. I had no idea about 2009 and getting paid off, uh, money th- through um, national security. I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But the point but, is yeah. is that I just feel like there's so much more that he could use his celebrity towards. This is a great thing but in a different venue. Well, the
2: one, the one point that I had made uh, with Bruce a couple of weeks ago was if he wanted to uh, go against, you know, Ferguson, you know, the the city um, specifically for the police, that's one. But sitting for the national anthem, it's like the United States isn't guilty. Well, se, well he's it. what he's doing this he's, is called symbolic
9: yeah. speech by the United States Supreme Court. It is symbolism. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> it, it is something. And, and by yeah. the way, it is something that people like my dad fought for in, yeah. in World War Two. Yes. And yeah. when my dad was telling me about Skokie, Illinois, and how the American Nazi Party was demonstrating in Skokie, Illinois. Um, right after World War Two, I, as a young kid, yeah. asked him, what are you talking about? How can this be allowed? Yeah, and he said, yeah. this is what freedom is about. This is what makes us special, that we take the viewpoints and the actions that we don't agree with and we allow it. So, and we- I, th-
3: I think more importantly than all of this, though, too, is the fact that he wants to start a dialogue. Because right now, the tension that exists, and again, this is not a... Sports topic per se, but we're talking about an athlete who's getting involved. The tension that exists between our law enforcement officers and people, not just of color, but pe- poor people or dysfunctional people who are out Women, in the streets. Everybody. Everybody. It's, it's gotten to the point where it's reached epidemic proportions. We yes, had an incident a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago, where a, an innocent just, man was shot by a young woman officer because she freaked out and panicked. Everybody is scared. Everybody's on edge. We need to get a dialogue going, and that's, Colin Kaepernick has mentioned this over and over and over again, and I think it's a good thing if you look at what sports has been able to do in the past, from Jackie Robinson integrating baseball in 1947 to Tommy Smith and John Carlos standing up with the gloved fists uh, in 68. uh, You know, this is how this country moves ahead. We don't sit back and let things fester, and right now, this is a huge problem in our country and today. By what the many, way, he many. has guts doing this yes, because he's true. been that's receiving true. death threats. Yeah. He's all wow. alone there pretty much out on this island. Well, no, he the, isn't. He isn't there actually alone anymore. Couple, there, yeah, there are, there are a lot of players that are supporting him, including, right. including but, Chris Long, who is a white player for the New England Patriots, a veteran player who actually said, I agree with Colin Kaepernick. I don't. He says, I wouldn't do this myself. And he, and, and like Eva was saying, the platform, he didn't agree that it's the, the way to do it. But he respected it, and he also said maybe it's a time that we get something started here. By so. the way, you know, th- this kind of protest, may we may not like it, but that's exactly the point.
9: The Constitution protects what we don't like. Mm-hmm. And if it allows the Nazis and the KKK to march in the name mm-hmm. of our Constitution and freedom of speech mm-hmm. so that the light of day can shine on these horrible ideas, mm-hmm. which is yeah. the purpose of that oh, freedom, oh, yeah. no, I, I then this protest— should be
2: arrested i'm just saying i, well, I also he think he has it's different been pro- he has
9: been receiving death
2: threats
3: yeah well he did is in, wrong
2: it recently of yeah. Yeah. yeah but well, i'm saying the a lot the, of the platform it's like is there a different platform that well, you can where, still get No, this up. is
9: the one that makes us uncomfortable well, yeah. this is the one where we talk he, about where,
2: where know, else he could, could he do he, anything is when he gets interviewed after a game well he has been he I has he has spent
3: 15 minutes you know after practice the other day and another 15 minutes recently and you know, unfortunately, we live in a soundbite society, and people don't want to mm-hmm. sit there and listen for 15 minutes. They want everything packaged in nice little neat. And I know because I worked in the media for many, many years and still do. Everything has to be, keep it tighter, keep it tighter. Right. You know, it's this attention but, but, deficit but, 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 Well, thing. That,
2: the other thing was, is that if I remember correctly, if an announcer hadn't noticed, it would have gone unnoticed.
3: Well, it probably would have gone unnoticed for a few for weeks. A yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't openly soliciting uh, the media. You know, Colin Kaepernick has never been the most the most uh, gracious guy or the most open guy to, to the media No, to but what with. happened with
2: the fro? He didn't used to have a fro. Well,
4: you know. Yeah, There'll I think well, there's well, a it, lot it, going we, on. We, one yeah. thing
3: we know about the fro that
9: it wasn't the Jew fro. <laughs> 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 we know that,
4: right? Well, it, this it, season, let's put it this way. Yeah. You know, I, this may sound really crass, but it's like parents, black, white, you know, i never heard this adopted. I've heard all this stuff on YouTube, yeah. you know.
3: But I, don't read, don't spend time l- listening to YouTube. I mean, I'm not no no knock wait, on YouTube. They I saw purpose. it on
2: Wikipedia. Yeah. And I saw it on the internet. Yeah. It's got to be true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hey, we're gonna cut to our <laughs> first commercial break here. Boy, you learn a lot on Sports Econ oh, 101. Boy. We're yes, having yeah. some fun. We're having some fun. Okay, here's our yeah. first general sports question. All right, okay. and if you know the answer, don't say it yet. You have to answer. wait until okay. we come back from commercial break. You got it. What is the minimum number of balls required to complete a game of bowling? Uh-huh. The minimum yes. number of balls. Remember, yeah. think about I'm not talking about per frame, but mm. for the whole game. All right? That's our question. Email edward at sports econ101.com. The answer to that question. And don't touch that dial because we're going to come back uh, with more exciting views. fireworks. Fireworks, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. so again, yes. Again, question Why What not? is the minimum number of balls required to complete a game of bowling? Don't touch that Rebel dial. Era. Sports econ101. I'll be yeah. right back. <laughs>
11: your process lower your monthly mortgage payments save your home and your credit but you must act now call 800-274-7312 800-274-7312 not available in all states paid non-attorney spokesperson welcome back to sports
2: econ 101 again i'm edward brown your host along with bruce mcgowan first trivia question what is the minimum number of balls required to complete a game of bowling
3: i think it's 24 isn't it no. i think it's two 22 Eleven. Two. 11 11 Why?
2: yeah nine strikes Oh that's right you have to right? you have it nine two, strikes yeah. and then on the 10th you you take
3: two shots two and shots. you miss only
2: yeah. in bowling yeah. Only in bowling Well he would
3: know that cuz he's a bowler Edward I had that's to
2: look right. that one up I got oh, it wrong yeah. too yeah. Um
4: how many did you say first?
2: I, I was thinking 12. Well, Have you ever run a
3: perfect game,
2: by the way? Only in practice. But I did, sh- and I also shot 800. Really, because we
9: come from the same faith, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's not get off on that one now. Okay.
3: Uh, I know. That's we, a topic for whole a whole thing. different that's show. A, that's a whole different topic because yeah. then we we, we got to edumacate Bruce yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah.
2: Okay, so David Vogelstein, criminal attorney... So uh, I have a question. Yes.
9: Is Colin Kaepernick violating the terms of his contract? Yes. I mean, no, I, I support what he's doing, but, he, you know, his contract is, what is his the contract? contract. What does the contract what say? What does the contract say? Yeah. I have no That's idea. That's the question. Right. But the real question is, even if he is, Will the owner call him on
2: it or not? Well, the well, owner's supporting. already said that, that, yeah. that
3: he's supporting him. As a matter of fact, the owner Jed York is is giving a million dollars to his cause. Now, whatever that <laughs> cause is, I'm not sure. Yeah,
2: that's a good question. What's the cause? Well, I, no, yeah, I give
3: it to the Edward Brown Fiji Island Fund. I'll figure <laughs> out a good cause. I think the you big know, problem, problem, problem is how do you get how do you get a whole country of law enforcement people and a whole country of dysfunctional not necessarily dysfunctional but some dysfunctional people and people that are of color and people that are afraid of the cops together in one room to sort out their differences. I know, that's a huge I, I, You
9: know, quite frankly, I problem. think it's a matter of training. We've had 10, 15 generations of police officers who have developed an us-against-them mentality. Uh, right. When And so it's really not necessarily just about black versus white. You're yeah. getting black officers shooting black yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So what uh, it's about is getting rid of that us-against-them yeah. Getting back to neighborhood policing where the cops live in the community that they police. Like good luck with I that, would. though. Yeah, 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 good luck with that. But that's, right. that's a good point. And developing the necessary technology so that when they reach for a weapon, they know that they can use that weapon and completely, unlike a taser, completely disable somebody
2: Mm. who might
9: be a threat without killing.
2: Well, well, and also, now, Bruce and I, you know, Bruce is a little older, but we both grew up in Marin at a time when I'm sure you're you're the same way, where, you know what, if you did something wrong... Your, the neighborhood mother would grab you by the <laughs> scruff of your neck and bring you home. Yeah. And I mean, she might even give you a swat maybe. Oh, yeah. But when you got home, you were scared because your parents yeah. didn't yeah. want to get dad embarrassed by that. There. Dad Yeah. yeah. So That's... for
9: me, it was the big Irish crop on the streets of New York okay. who would pick me up by the scruff of my neck mm-hmm. and hold me up against the tenement and yeah. say, if you do that again, I'm going to tell your dad. I think there was a yeah. lot more,
3: there was a lot more not only local policing, but there were people that sort of I wouldn't say take, took the law on their own hands, but they wanted to help raise kids, uh, you know, sort of almost like a big brother that is watching out for them. And now we live in a society which is so paranoid and so much on edge, and a lot of it is fueled, unfortunately, by the media. I work in the media. I know Television for a while, it still is doing it with it the means, violence. We're, we're, we're
4: it's limited by um, the rules and laws that be. I mean, there as a you parent, go. You cannot, yeah. you cannot, you cannot. Disip, there are certain no, ways you can exactly. and cannot discipline I told, your I told child. my, I
2: told my daughter, don't bring. Please turn your cell phone off when you come to the dinner table. She was going to call CPS on me. <laughs> right. I mean, when so, that happens, come on. When we grew up.
9: There was no juvenile court. The only juvenile mm. court was the officer on the street that was the street justice there are too there are too many laws there's too much interference yeah. in mm-hmm. our personal lives, personal yeah. lives. and and what that means is everybody treads cautiously and the manipulators i.e. our children are out there in force trying to manipulate their yeah. ability to not do the homework and go to the, not go to the dance even though they're punished But let's face it stuff. too there're
3: a lot of kids and, and people that grew up in very dysfunctional homes and when you don't have those parents around uh you know to guide you I mean, with, with, I kind of sound like a conservative. I'm not a conservative. But I mean, what I'm <laughs> saying is, that, the, the, um, yeah, the <laughs> amount, the amount of, of drug abuse and alcohol abuse, alcohol abuse is ridiculous but the the, uh, the lack of parenting i think yeah. is the big problem in this country how do you get people to be responsible parents i mean well maybe by
9: it, it, by taking away some of their money because as uh, a criminal lawyer i found that uh, the more money people have uh, the more self entitled they are
2: the more they Thank you. Well, like they, uh, they give
9: their kids money instead of discipline yeah, and
2: law yeah. well, we well look what happened as uh, brock Thank turner you. is that his name the, the, the Stanford oh, Sanford with the, the, rapist, rapist, the yeah. rapist, the swimmer, the swimmer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. where his uh, what his mother basically or mother or father? Somebody had said basically, yeah, it wasn't so bad what he did. So if you did, take that, that one thought.
9: message and think about the <clears throat> messages that these parents were sending this child for eighteen years, you can do no wrong. Yeah, you are the best. No rules apply to you. We can get you out of anything. I know that's... And then how do you expect? people not yeah. to act badly or not Selfishly, to control just, their yeah, behavior. Exactly. There's no incentive for them yeah. not to. And, good, and quite frankly, point. in this county, that's a major problem. It yeah. is a major oh problem. Gosh. And yeah. we
3: have the best schools of probably any county in the state, maybe in the country, and yet we have one of the highest alcoholism rates no, and, and not, drug abuse. No, it's not one of the highest. It's it
9: the highest teenage drinking rate in the
2: state. Wow. Is that right? Yes. Wow. And, th- and they're not all drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon either, I can tell you that.
4: <laughs> I know. I go home and. Just Ugh. kidding. <laughs> 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 Empty bottles everywhere. Few... <laughs> oh, <laughs> the 16 year old slumped over at the doctor. <laughs> you table? know, I mean,
3: not to make light of this, but I remember my parents were not heavy drinkers at all, but my dad always came home. My dad was born in 1920. He was a fighter pilot during the Second World War, and he was an architect, and he enjoyed his job. But he used to come home and have his cocktail. Have his highball. Gin, yeah, his highball is <laughs> gin. And and tonic. It's it's called
9: moderation. It's called balance.
3: But But he had just one or maybe two. And one time when I was in my 30s, he was in his well and it was 60s by this time, he asked me if I'd like one. And I said, sure. And I drank half of this thing. And I was like, whoa. It's you know, I'm not, I'm not much of a drinker. But yeah. I mean, there was no, it was 100% alcohol. It was yeah. gin and vermouth. Wow. It tasted in,
9: good, in but boy. In more. our day, <laughs> though, there was some method to our family. Every yeah. night yeah. at 6 o'clock, there was dinner with your dad who was home. Yeah. There was no 24-7 bullying of high school kids. Yeah. We could go home no yeah. matter. Or how horrible our experience was that day! We could lock that door in our bedroom and we could hide. We didn't Mo- most, to... of us, most of uh, us could. Uh, really be safe. Yeah. Be safe.
3: You, yeah. you talk about the
2: yeah, like the internet uh, the, bullying. The, nowadays, disciples?
9: kids yeah. in high school, kids on high school yeah. sports teams, they are exposed to the universe twenty four seven. It's very tough. It's called on them. turning on off the computer.
2: Yeah, you know I know we well, people
9: hear about a com- it. But
3: it's your, their phone. It's your phone, and their homework.
9: Is on their computer yeah, now. Yeah, They're yeah. working on their computer. Yeah, I've got an eleven-year. I've
3: got an eleven-year-old at home, and I'm an older dad, and my wife is a special ed teacher, and we constantly have to limit her screen time, and she understands that, but she gets a little upset sometimes when that computer is or that uh, tablet is taken away, and she can't uh, look at her favorite show or you know text her buddies or or do Facetime. You know, eleven-year-old kid. God Almighty! So I, I, you
9: know, I coach high school. I have watched kids over the last ten years in the sporting arena, in the competitive arena, whether it's academic sports or physical sports. Their whole mental process is changing. They Hmm. don't know how to Hmm. look you in the eye. Hmm. They have trouble talking. They can work the phones like magic, but they can't Hmm. do what needs to be done. In regards to one-on-one, one-on-three communication, that's a problem. They have trouble
3: writing. Well, especially in sports, it gets kind of worse because, you know. But, you know, the kids, I hate to say this, again, There are not enough kids that are taking part in sports. Sports is a great way for you to to learn discipline and learn focus and learn concentration and learn to relax and learn to be a, a good teammate. And, again, getting back to Colin Kaepernick, I think Colin Kaepernick, generally speaking, is a pretty together young man, and now, granted, he had a lot of success early, and it probably was the worst thing that could ever happen to him. He got his team within five yards of the Super Bowl championship mm-hmm. at the age of twenty-four. Now, suddenly, his team, the, the, the team around him, and the coach that, that, that had faith in him—they're all gone. So he's working with basically a whole new team and a whole new set of uh, situation, you know, surrounding his um, his opportunities. And and I think maybe this whole revelation about what was happening, you know, away from football that, that kind of struck him, I, I think it just kind of, he had time to think about it. And he, as he got older, he's 27 years old. He's not a kid anymore. So you know, he had to speak his mind. And the interesting thing is, as you guys point out, he did not go out and solicit this. Some, re, you know, sharp-eyed reporter saw him on the sidelines kneeling. There you and, go.
9: And the yeah. truth is he, this will make him
3: stronger, and in mm. the
9: process make the team stronger.
3: And it'll make the country stronger. All these things yeah. always do. Even the negative things, they yeah. always seem to help.
2: Well, what if his teammates oh. are not in support of it. Though. They are though. All I, of them? I no, not maybe. all
3: of them, but I've been to, I've already covered uh, a couple of their games, a, a preseason game and a regular season game. He has two of his teammates Eric Reed a defensive back and there are two other guys that raise their fists. On the other side of the field, uh, he's had about 14 or 15 guys, and now the NBA players are standing up. And, and you watch what's going to happen in the stands. There are going to be people uh, uh, supporting uh, sitting, him
9: sitting and opposing him in the stands, which develops the conversation yeah. right now. It, you know, if I remember correctly,
2: it, and I don't know if it's still like that, they stopped doing the concession stands during— the National Anthem. They oh, is that play, right? Yeah, I yeah. don't think they do that anymore. I think they, it's like it's all about the money. Just yeah. quickly do And it by as, the as way, as do you possible.
9: guys remember the Olympics, the black athletes yeah. in Mexico? Yeah. We well, mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Tommy Carlos and like or Tommy Smith and John yeah. and Carlos. They yeah, yeah. were
3: vilified for yeah, that. And now were.
9: it was mm. considered very tame in their yeah. protest against the way yeah. African Americans were treated. Well, how about the way
3: Jackie Robinson was treated? He had to he uh, had to keep a stiff upper lip for a year and take so much abuse and it probably killed him because he had to it all in. Yeah, no he doubt. died when he was fifty three, I think.
2: Yeah, uh, no and doubt. There's an interesting story about the Australian, the the white guy in that picture uh, with with them uh, about how he supported them with uh, with his medal or his pin or something. Okay, last or excuse me, second trivia question here. In water Uh-oh. in water polo, what is the term used in treading water while not swimming? There's a specific term for it. All right, don't touch that dial. Not drowning. Not drowning. Sports Econ (laughs) 101 will be right back. (laughs)
5: This is Carrie Cooper for Guitar Center's Focus on Rock, shot for the greatest selection of music gear
8: on earth at GuitarCenter.com. There's always a sprinkle of mystery and magic when we consider the man, woman, girl or boy behind a song. Join me over at FocusOnRock.com where we look at the girl behind the inspiration for Harry Chapin's 1972 hit Taxi. Who was Sue in the taxi? How did they meet? And why did she inspire such beautiful creativity in the late, great Harry Chapin? Whether you're creating new music, recording or performing live, Guitar Center has the gear you need to bring out your best. And going on now, you can save up to 30% on select gear during our Singer-Songwriter event. Get a Martin X-Series acoustic-electric guitar for just $599, a Latin percussion cajon for $79, or a pair of AKG K52 headphones for just $29. Don't miss your chance to save on everything you need to write, record, and perform. Guitar Center's Singer-Songwriter event is going on now, in-store and online.
2: Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan having way, way too much fun oh, here always. on Sports Econ 101. Always having yep. fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, and we kicked the lady out. Yes, we did. Well, she, she had t- places to go she, and people to see. That's it. Exactly. You know? All right. Yeah. Here, here's our second trivia question. In water polo, what is the term used? Uh, treading
3: water while not swimming. Well, you cheated us. Uh, I by, did. By, you know you didn't cheat us you you gave us the answer it's an egg egg beater egg beater that's egg exactly beater. what yeah, they do yeah. okay do i thought
9: that was like an egg
3: substitute <laughs> <laughs> my daughter likes egg whites uh, that drives me crazy when i make egg whites egg beaters yeah, but once... egg yeah. whites
9: are egg beaters are egg whites that are actually egg yellows. okay I,
3: it drives yeah, me up the wall yeah. i like to make scrambled eggs and she doesn't want the yolk. Yeah. And I love the yolk. And she's, yeah. oh, no, I just want the egg whites. Yeah, How without the yolk, that's, that's no good. cholesterol. Good I for you. I understand It's kind of
9: like a Rocky diet without no. the rock.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on.
2: Well, and that other voice Come that, who has uh, been on our show the entire time. That's Thank right. you very much. Having In the studio, time. David Vogelstein, criminal attorney. Go ahead. C- continue so, on with what you were talking uh, about. So.
9: I, I was I was wondering, how come there's not this big uproar, this big furor that Colin's been threatened, that his life has been threatened yeah. with these idiots who don't understand what the Constitution is all about, what their fathers fought for, and what some of them died for in World War II and Vietnam and God knows where else? Well, you
3: know why, David? is because we are such a stratified country. If you look historically at our history, we have never been in a situation where there has been more polarity since the civil war and if you look Mm. at you know just as an example for mainstream america if you had a chance to see that movie lincoln with daniel day lewis and you saw what he had to deal with yeah this is what we're dealing with today a polarized society and unfortunately i think half of the people that are adults are not even paying attention they're just so they're just so turned off by the whole thing they're not even going to vote they don't care they want to watch reality tv and text their buddies and, and the rest of us the, are all are either one way or the other, you know? It's it's kind of sad.
9: In the sad. 1970s, a group of people went out on the streets in New York with a copy of the Declaration of Independence and they wrote it up. They wasn't formalized, it wasn't fancy, and they asked people, "Will you sign this document?" Oh, and they me. said most of the people said, "Get this communist dribble out of my yeah, face." I
3: know.
2: So, I mean, they didn't know it was the didn't Declaration. They didn't know. They it didn't was know. The de- so no, I, remember I, I, I
9: attribute a lot of this to ignorance. ignorance hopefully, yeah. but the amount of vitriol that is cast uh, that we cast upon each other is horrifying. Well, it's yeah. ignorance.
3: Is they say the the old saying is stupidity is excusable because it can't be helped. You know, you're stupid. Yeah. You're born that way, and you you know you're a level of intelligence. But ignorance is laziness. That's a good and, point. And and that can be helped, and it's inexcusable. Well,
9: the truth is that if you look at the words. And uh, of the uh, Star-Spangled Banner, and you look at the Boston Tea Party, these were yeah. acts of revolution. Yeah. The words, yeah. the war that that Francis Scott Key was talking about is exactly what Colin Kaepernick is talking well, about. Well, I'm
2: trying to remember about the War of 1812 because we'd already defeated the British for the
3: Revolutionary the, War yeah. f-
2: 30-something years it had to, It had
3: to do with, it's, it's a simple fact, and I'll get into it real quickly, what happened was the British Navy, which still ruled the seas, yeah. was uh, taking our sailors, uh, impressing them into the British Navy, literally pirating them off the off their ships. And our president at the time did not appreciate that, James Madison, and uh, also that kind of helped to, to sort of rationalize the British trying to take some of the territory back that, that they had lost. Yeah. And in fact, they actually entered Washington and burned the White House. And, so
9: basically, yeah. the British were up for round two, and they lost yeah. that round
3: also. Yes, they did. They did. took a good, a good way but, of it. but
9: the truth is, everything that Colin is talking about—the fact that we are uncomfortable with him doing this during the playing of our anthem is what our revolutionary spirit was about and yeah. so we should give it the respect it deserves even if we disagree with it
3: and here's another interesting thing about the revolution again not to go back in time but 10 to 20 percent i think it was only maybe 20 percent of the american colonists yeah, were really one, behind one two, yeah we're really behind the original idea Of uh, breaking away from England. I I think a lot of people are are more looking at the venue
2: of of how he's doing it. But how else is he supposed to do it? Well, wait a second. That's the problem. His His
9: symbolic speech is not there to be acceptable to you, and we give him the ability to do this. We can disapprove of it, but if you talk to the young vets who are coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan, they are supporting him. Many of them are saying, I disagree with what he's saying. I Disagree with what he's doing. I bet, I bet but they, it is what we fought. I, for. I,
2: I, I would be a little surprised. World War II, let's say those veterans specifically. If this, if this well, most of them are dead, unfortunately. No, but you if know. this was 1946, yeah, but that was a different time. I you know, different time. Much different. By, by I mean, the way, when you go to ago, the polls, Trump is, ago. is spelled T R U M P. If you, <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> death threats right now. Just look at it. You know. Right, uh. right. That's going to be interesting, the first, the first
3: debate. first debate. Not to get off on a political tangent. Can you imagine what that's going to be like? The fur is going to fly. Oh, my well, goodness. Well, I, I
9: think it will if, if – and, um, you know, the Democrats have a history of shooting themselves in the foot. Oh, yeah. They can't run a campaign. I was telling my wife they're going to screw this up. They got handed this thing on a silver platter, yeah. and they're screwing it up. Yeah, they
3: will. It's like all I have to again. do is just say nothing. Once again. We'll see. We'll see.
9: But here's the real question. Do you want a guy who, if he didn't have all this money, would be committed to a mental hospital? a <laughs> Finger on the button. Okay.
2: We're trying to talk sports. i We're trying to talk, hey, we're trying, we're trying to talk sports here. <laughs> sports, sports, sports. That's well, all we're talking about. Get a the sport. egg
3: beater going. You know? it, it is a sport. Yeah, politics is, a is American
2: combat <laughs>
3: sport. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I go on Facebook and I post once in a while a, a political uh, rant. And I am amazed how many people respond to it. If I post something that's of interest in sports, I get a fair number of people that respond, but not nearly as much. Well, I, I like reading the people who I disagree with you. Just, yeah. I, just, oh, I, get, I get a kick out of some that. Some of my best friends are right-wingers, <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, they are far to the right. But, hey, listen, I, I love them. They're great guys. They're just they're just. From a different viewpoint, but that's see, all. You're, you're
9: my the, father used to say, America
3: gets the government that they deserve. That's, <laughs> boy, that's very true. Yeah,
2: and then, I mean, I, I appreciate your perspective because you I know you're left of center. I won't oh, say yeah. completely liberal. No, no you're I'm left not left like of, my parents
3: le- who were socialists. Okay, My, but, my but dad but was a socialist, and my f- grandfather was a socialist who, who would have been blacklisted. He was a producer in Hollywood. He would have been blacklisted, but he wasn't Jewish. All he had to do was sign a loyalty oath which was bad enough, but he was getting out of Hollywood in 1947 during the communist witch hunts and getting into the academic world at UCLA as the director of theater arts. And for him to get that job, he had to sign a loyalty oath, which... Prove that he was not disloyal to the United States. And it was.
2: Well, it's it, almost like people who are becoming citizens of the United States, don't they sign something saying, I, I, I yeah. will become a citizen and I'll be loyal? Right. Well, right? I, mean, I don't, my parents
9: yeah. were Holocaust survivors who came to this country and they did it the right way they did it legally Legally. okay so they had forged nazi passports but they had a job (laughs) and they had a sponsor and they came to this country when they were 16 years old and when world war ii broke out my father enlisted at fort dix was shipped out what six or eight weeks later Overseas, fighting the Nazis, fighting at the Battle of um, Remagen Bridge, that famous bridge well, that yeah. they made a movie about, yeah, well, well, th- and coming back, a compassionate and Edward, I gotta say, very liberal guy, who uh, one of those older Jews who supported Obama wow. and who campaigned for Obama.
2: Now, was it mostly because growing up, a lot of the conservatives were anti-Jew, anti-Semitic?
9: Well, it it was. That And it was because he was an intellectual. He understood why he was fighting. He understood why his friends were dying with him in foxholes Mm. next to him with those shells raining down. He understood that it was about the Constitution and that Mm. that meant that everybody got a fair shot. And growing up in New York at that time... Jews were kept out of the banking business Jews were kept out of the fraternities on oh, campus yeah. even when I was going oh, to oh yeah in even the in the 60s, 90s, yeah. even in the 70s there yeah. were there was some oh, yeah. uh,
2: uh, like the Olympic so, club or semester, that yeah. Yeah. sort of maybe oh, yeah. it wasn't them
9: but no, that no sort of com- he did com- have a chip on his shoulder yeah. Well, no question about it, and I can
3: understand that too. I mean, again, I come from you know white Anglo-Saxon upper middle class background. I'm not, I don't feel guilty of that at all. Believe me, I yeah, feel very privileged boring. that it happened. Yeah. But my world was very cloistered, and my dad, fortunately, and my mom said this is. This is not the real world, and they exposed me to some things. I went and saw Martin Luther King speak, and Robert got to meet Robert Kennedy, and it, it really made me interested more in what this country is all about. And well, I think sports is, is, so just, is t- such I'll an important part of that. So I'll tell a
9: really cool JFK story. Okay. I'm coming home from junior high school. I'm like, what, 12 years old. I'm going to Wagner Junior High School on 76th Street. I'm standing in front of the Park Bernay Galleries to take the bus on Madison Avenue home, and a couple of big guys come across the street, one of them carrying a TV set. And it's John F. Kennedy and two Secret Service agents while he was president. Wow. Me and my friend walk up to him. where There was no big crowd. There were just yeah. two agents. We shake his hand, and he walks behind us. You're just in, a kid. Into the yeah. ho- fancy hotel oh. where he
3: and Jackie were staying. Wow. And
9: we were weak. Our feet could not touch the ground sure. for about six months. Yeah. You bad. were, what,
3: about 12 years old maybe, 11 years old? No, I was 12, 12 because oh, yeah. by the
9: time I was 13, he was dead. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Well I, you probably I don't you probably didn't experience this but maybe your parents did uh, when my mom went to Texas one time in the <clears throat> in the 50s I think it was uh they when they found out she was jewish they they looked at her and said well, where are your horns and they were serious <laughs> that's, so that's funny the, because uh, my the movie mother my, oh my, my god my mother Ooh.
9: came to this country and escaped the nazis through england and then to san francisco and she took a job at a very conservative plant in chicago for a short time and when she walked into the plant, they said, well, we heard you were Jewish. Where are your horns? Yeah. Oh, so
2: so there, there, well, there's wow. that, that's true. See, and Hitler was so smart, he, he got rid of Einstein. You yeah. know, he made it so that Einstein was uh, not welcome. Yeah, that's right. That's right. exactly right. Yeah. Smart guy. <laughs> smart guy. All right.
6: So, so we, have, um, we
9: have another Hitler that's rising to power. Now, don't call Hillary. To, come on. Off.
6: She's not that bad. Let's and, not get off on a tangent here. <laughs> and you here.
9: his name correctly. <laughs>
2: Oh, all my right. So we
3: have another – about one minute before we have to cut the break. I was going to say, you know, as far as sports is concerned, sports is an important part of our culture, and it's important for all of us to have that diversion and have that excitement and color in our lives, it gives us a little relief. So I just figured out why Colin Kaepernick was getting
9: death threats. It's yeah. because sports and music are supposed to bring us together, and he is driving us apart. Oh. And that's yes. the perception. I mean, be.
3: My point yeah. was did I, I think I mean, not death threats. To, to separate... You can't separate sports from all these other things that are going on. It's a, it's an integral part want,
9: of our world. But we want it as part of our fantasy, it's that respite away from the horror yeah. of the real world.
3: Well, and most world. of the time it is. And yeah, most of the time true. it is, and I think yeah. that's that's a good thing. I mean, yeah, when,
4: yeah. I, when
2: I when I watch sports, I I don't want I, that's a good thing. I don't want any political type thing one way or the other.
3: I think that's you know? a good thing that not not to have it too heavy. Once in a while it's good to have it in there though because, because I
9: Sports is black and white united being yeah. treated equally. Yeah, that's and we, right. And most of us accept that and like that. Yeah.
3: Which means you stand up for
2: the Star Spangled Banner. Or yeah. you sit down. Or you sit one. down. Whatever you want to do. Or you don't that's
9: play it at all. It, or you like don't it. play it at all. Exactly. <laughs> and especially you don't play it for money.
3: You know, I bet you yeah, I've seen it. I, I bet I you I have seen that. the National Anthem played or heard it more than anybody, with the exception of a few, probably about 6,000 times, because I've been to about 6,000 major sports events, college, professional. And I have to tell you, I, I just wish America the Beautiful were our national anthem, because that talks about the Fruited Plains and the yeah. Purple Mountains majesty, not about some little obscure battle in a war that nobody remembers. And the song ain't that good either. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. It's, and it's, it's hard a, to sing. It's the, very hard yeah. to sing.
2: You also, know? the... uh Yeah, in fact, I remember if you didn't take your hat off and put it on your heart, boy, that was another...
3: Yeah, K- kick, no. in, the, t- kick you in the tushy. I always stand up, though. I do.
2: I do. Okay, yeah. I, I do. Okay, here's our last trivia and question. and I do too. Even yeah.
9: though I went to jail protesting against the Vietnam War, I will stand <laughs> okay. for the national anthem because it's optimist. There, yeah. you, there, there you, go. you go. I like, I like that. Yes. Okay,
2: here's our last trivia question. Michael Jordan used to wear number 23. When he came out of retirement, what number did he wear temporarily? Mm. All right. That's Don't touch one. that dial. Sports Econ 101. i will be right back with some closing comments. Yeah.
1: 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free, confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown,
2: your host for the last time today. Holy smokes, I'm Bruce McGowan. Always a pleasure being with you here. Yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. I tell you. The, the, the fur was it, flying today. It was. It was. <laughs> well, no, we were, I'm exhausted. We I, I had a good time, time. but, I, but yeah. I'm exhausted. Okay. Is,
3: uh, I mean, a, David. David, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's, you're he, he, he's a wild. Well, he's I'm Bob. A, Actually,
2: I'm Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> 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 he is a, I don't want to say he's a loose canyon. He's a firecracker. Yeah, That's he what is. he is. Here was our third trivia question. Michael Jordan used to wear number 23 when he came out of retirement. What number did he wear? I think
3: it was 42. Close. Forty one? Close. Forty four. No. Forty three. No.
2: Forty five. (laughs) Forty five. Jeez, I was getting there. You were getting pretty close. Process of elimination. That's it. Yeah. So uh, next week. Next week. Uh, oh, we, we're not going to have Bob Myers on. We're going to try, try to get it. Bob we're Myers on, the
3: general manager of the, the Warriors, uh, the Golden State Warriors of the NBA. Bob is, as you know, the NBA season is about to start its training <laughs> camp, amazingly so fast. And they have changed a, a lot of things over there with the Warriors bringing in Kevin Durant, and Steve Kerr has got a, a much different team to play with this year. But they're going to try to win that championship back, uh, LeBron James and the Cavs. Here they come at you. That's right. It'll just be like uh, uh, the Giants, where every other year they'll
2: win. <laughs> that, that'll work for me. Yeah. All right. Well, here's our thoughts for the day. In 1980, a Las Vegas hotel suspended workers for betting on when patients would die. Come on, Seven. Daddy needs a new pair God, of shoes. Are you serious? Yep. 1980, a Las Vegas hospital wow. suspended workers for betting on when patients would die. That's amazing. That is really sick. And if they didn't <laughs> invent electricity, you know what? We'd all be watching television by candlelight
3: yeah I like that you like that yeah, one yeah,
2: so. all right David Vogelstein thank you again for uh joining us on sports my, honor,
9: my privilege I love being with you guys that <laughs> was a that
3: was a taste
2: i i was, was. Uh, I was telling Bruce because you had stepped out for a minute that that I was exhausted. I had a lot of fun, but I was exhausted. Really? It's like I young... have a
9: thin sheen of sweat <laughs> on my
4: forehead. But he's, are... he's
3: good in front of the courtroom. You ought to see this guy. Yeah, know. he's yeah. quite
2: the firecracker. Yes. All right. So tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective, giving away more free vacations for answering sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next
3: week. Good night, America.
2: So night. long.